the Podacy. Welcome to the Podacy, ladies and gentlemen. As always, I am your host, Eric Pastor. And I'm your host, Gabe Durham. This is the Podacy, where we go on a quest to complete 10 perfect podcasts in just one hour of showtime. We think we can do it, and we think today's the day today's when the day. we do it. Because remember, remember, as we always say, once we succeed in completing 10 perfect podcasts in one hour, the show's over. The show's over. That's the game. And, and lest you forget, uh, Eric's dad has thrown in a little bonus for us, which is an ice cream social. That's true. So when we, oh my God, when we do a perfect oh, podcast, so Eric's dad is going to throw us and 25 of our closest friends an ice cream social. And he said that he's going to be really generous about the toppings. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's he doesn't know. I'm, I'm into some weird stuff. What are you into? I like, you know, uh, like like the deep dive when you're at Yogurtland and you're like, nobody gets that. Do you I might like want to get that. Like the crushed Oreo? Like some crushed Oreo for that, sure. That's not that weird. But, but yeah, going deeper, like maybe I'll pop a macaroon in there. Maybe a little kiwi. I don't know. Wow. Well, it's there know, for a reason. Yeah, and I mean, he's being really great about it. We each get three toppings on our ice cream. Oh my god. Yeah. I It's so hard to choose once yeah. I'm there, but yeah. it's going to be really fun. It's going to be really um, fun. Um, Eric, how are you doing? You know, Gabe, I'm doing really, really well. Um, uh, life is good right now, I'd say. Um, hmm. Anything in particular you want to like pick my brain about? I guess. I mean, I've been really curious. I mean, you've been... I, when I see you on the quad lately, you're always holding these books with like these giant pictures of yeah. sailboats on them. You know, we should explain for the listeners at home. Gabe and I have recently um, enrolled in the local community college. It's good um, to be back in school. Yeah, we're both we're both just taking a couple classes, just like really working on ourselves and working on. Um, Gabe, you're taking history. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what's the other class that you're taking? Uh, remedial woodshop, which is kind of. I, I know it's, I mean, it does have the word remedial in there, so it's a little embarrassing, but I didn't... There's nothing embarrassing about Well, it's just one of, this, this is snowballed. I didn't take it in middle school. I didn't take it in high school. Okay. And then by college, I was already kind of, you know, embarrassed. And, you know, like, life is passing me by, and I don't know uh, a thing about, you know, how to, how to use an electric saw um, or many of the other tools. I don't know much about lacquer. Mm. You know, it's just... Uh, you know, these things come up at parties, and I get really quiet, yeah. and I get embarrassed. Yeah, well, uh, Gabe, you got to stop going to all those woodshop society parties. Well, that's so. Those are the only like those. That's your social circle, and I've been telling you that it's you're 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 like. It seems like you're purposefully injecting yourself into situations where you're not going to succeed socially. I could leave my social circle of very dear people, but you're who you write. I don't have a lot to talk about with, or I can improve myself make a table, and then learn to talk to them about the things that I'm making. Gabe, you're a writer. You're a great writer. You should start hanging out with writers or, you know what I mean? Talk to people who who relate to you and you relate to them. Hmm. Seems easy. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, well, uh, that's great. And school's going great. School's um, going great. Uh, but uh, real quick, uh, what's what are you taking? Oh, I'm taking um, I'm taking uh, biochem 101. That's great. And I am taking um, well, it's a it's a survey course about um, all of the TV sitcoms of the early 2000s um, mm. and the transition from multicam to single cam. Um, it's really interesting stuff. That's so specific. Yeah, it's really fun. 
it's very specific. Yeah, it's it's a little frustrating because I thought we were going to be watching a lot more, um, a lot more TV, and really it's it's more like lenses. A, it's a lot of lenses, and it's a lot of just comparing shots of oh, this is how Friends did it. Oh, this is how uh, this is how The Office did it. Um, hmm. Yeah, and it's you know I you know I don't know I don't know <sighs> it's yeah I mean it's honestly it's kind of making me lose my love of television. Oh my god. Oh, I'm so I sorry to hear that, buddy. right now. Because it's, it's a thing that, like, I grew up with, and it was always special to me, and, <sighs> well, you know, it made me feel safe, and I don't... You know, maybe at some point in the episode, you'll find it again. That's what I'd like to yeah. hope for you. I just feel like, in my life, I continue to learn... When I start to learn about the things that I love, I end up falling out of love with them. You know, like, the don't-meet-your-idols kind of thing? Ah, uh, the love... Of uh, of the arts and of hobbies, it's such a it's such a precious, fickle thing. You know, you don't want to hug it too tight, or it gets away from you. You know, you don't want to necessarily professionalize your greatest loves, or then it just becomes another job. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Well. Hey Gabe. Hey Gabe. Yeah. You're hugging me. You're hugging me a little tight. Oh, buddy. No, you don't. I thought we were having a it's moment. A little, it's a little too tight. Okay. Okay. I can respect those boundaries. And you know somebody who really respects boundaries? That's our guest for today. Rachel Van Ness. Hi, guys. Hi, thank you Rachel. so much for being here. Welcome. Yep, can I come in? Can I cross the threshold? You oh, can, please oh, do. You can come and thank... I, I do appreciate you waiting outside until we finish the intro, though. Yeah, of course. I'm very respectful of your guys' house and your rules. So Absolutely. And it's very hot me. outside. Um, yeah, it's so hot. Thank you for inviting me in. I'm... Sorry for the pit puddles. Oh come on! Hey, we we expect them. I mean, yeah. we're gonna make our guests wait outside. We're gonna we're gonna take responsibility for the pit puddles. To be honest, it's a little bit of a power play for me. You know, I get my guests in here, and what I don't want is for them to dominate the podcast. And so I say, we're gonna do our we're gonna do our first five minutes, and you gotta wait outside, uh, which okay. I feel bad about. Like I I'm, and that's self critical. You know, I'm working on that. So, sorry about that. No, that's okay. That was very brave of you to admit it out loud on the podcast, but I'll be sure to only chime in when necessary so you (laughs) feel comfortable. (laughs) No, no, no. This is a really good learning opportunity for Gabe. In fact, I think what would be a really good rule for today Hmm. would be that Gabe needs to ask permission before really stating any opinion or point of view in general. Wouldn't you love that? I think it would be fun. That's, you. I think you've been looking for an excuse to make that a rule. I've been, well, I mean, honestly, Gabe, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I think that we both care deeply about this podcast, mm. but you're kind of taking the lead role. And I think it's time for oh, me to, wow. you know, you know, take a step up and, and put on the mantle and the crown and the throne and the, you know. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I may not ask permission for every time I want to say words, because I think that could become tedious. But I nominate Eric, captain of the ship, uh, for the for the uh, rest of the podcast, and uh, I nominate Rachel, first mate, and uh, I'm gonna be swabbing the deck, guys. You know what's messed up about that is that you were the one to nominate. <laughs> You're okay. still taking the lead role. Okay. And, you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cede my captainship to Rachel. Wow. And I'll take wow. on the first mate. So Rachel, this is actually gonna be your My ship. This is your ship for the day. Well, I think that's great. Wow. Another glass ceiling broken down. <laughs> <laughs> uh- 
<laughs> we lost one. <laughs> I'm, I'm overboard! <laughs> oh, Eric. Uh, well, I hope he comes back. I, so, Rachel, um, you are a comedian. You're a dog lover. You grew up on a farm. Mm-hmm. You love ice cream. Um, I'm covering a lot of the major bases. Um, yeah, and I also like hot soup in the summer. Go figure. Hot yep. soup in the summer. What do you love about hot soup in the summer? I gotta ask. Um, it's kind of like ice cream in the winter. I just like my insides to match my outsides. Oh, yeah. That makes me think about how they tell me that I should not be drinking ice cold water because it takes my body, give my my body has to work harder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, what I was gonna I was gonna comment on that because that does explain you are covered in blood right now. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what it explains. <laughs> Yeah, what does it explain yeah, about no, the blood? No, you were saying you 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 like your inside, your outsides to match your inside. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it, absolutely. You, yes, I all of the blood that I've given at a at the Red Cross donation centers, I've actually just taken back for myself, and I'll bathe in that every day because so, wow. I like my insides to match my outsides. I also eat my hair. Whoa! Wow! For that reason. Um, is now are you getting any protein? I understand that's a dead protein, unfortunately. So I feel like mm-hmm. nutrition nutrition is not the reason you're eating your hair. It's more the oh no, for sure, for sure. Uh, you might have noticed I am also uh, wearing a chicken hat, and I also ate chicken today. So the mm. balance is maintained. That's good. Wow. It's, it's very um, that's very like centering. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we. Should get into it, I think. Um, Today, we are going to perform 10 podcasts mm-hmm. in the span of exactly one hour. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I have a timer right here with me to keep us on track. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is with great ceremony that, uh, unless, uh, Rachel, why don't, why don't, as our captain, why, you, don't, why don't you say when we begin? Oh, but you're still going to press the button? Why don't you also press the button on my phone? Thank you for empowering me and giving me permission to do that. Oh, okay. You motherfuckers. We're taking You're, it. The bu- I, can a Gabe win? Can a Gabe win? Can a Gabe win? Gabe, I don't think, I, I, want, I don't want you to ever win again, Gabe. That's why we're going to take that phone, I think. Honestly, I don't know about you, Rachel. I'm, I'm thinking about taking this apartment. I mean, I've already got my blood all over it, so it's <laughs> pretty much do. mine. You do, you do, and that is that is in a the, classic. In the uh, darkest, most tribal sense, you mm-hmm. own this apartment. That's a very I've claimed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, shall we? Shall we? All right. Begin. Rachel has pressed the button. The ship is in the water. We're pushing away from the dock, and that leads perfectly into today's first podcast, Adventures on the High Seas. This is a podcast where it's, it's similar to many that you may have heard, um, sort of, a, sort of a, an old-timey radio show about a, a, a group of people adventuring, learning lessons, and maybe finding treasure of a physical sword, and perhaps hey. treasure within themselves. That sounds great. Um, I wondered if uh, we were going to do a podcast like this. As soon as I saw those giant books in Eric's hands with the sailboats on them, I thought, 
Yeah. There might be some high seas adventure. I've really been getting into boats lately. Um, so I'm just going to start us off with a little uh, musical musical intro, okay. um, and then let's just pop right in. All aboard! Oh! Oh! I! I! All! All! Sailors! I see land in the distance! Hooray! <laughs> come, come with me. We have to make sure. Oh, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. I see the land, but above it, there's a. There's a dark cloud. There's a dark cloud, and the island is covered in fire. It's on fire! We've been at sea for two weeks looking for land. We're running out of water, and we need a place to stay. Do we risk going to the fire island and risking burns, or do we think there's a cove, perhaps, with a cool, freshwater bay uh, where we could hang our hats? Uh, 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 Captain, I have a solution. It's the... Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, on my script, uh, Rachel's blood is actually all over my next line. I... Keep it professional. I, Don't break character. Oh, uh, it. I, I, I see that in the cove there's there's enough bananas for all of us to eat. Great, great spot, Scotty. You know we've all been cramping from a lack of potassium. My, we need those bananas. My thighs are in knots right now. I can barely pull the ropes. All set. All sails set. For Banana Cove! Captain, are you okay? Captain, Captain, you're convulsing! I ah, I just feel this this energy moving through me from the music. Just I feel as though we're on we're on an adventure together. And what I... music? You got hit in the head with a blank, and when you came to, you were just going. Dun, 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 dun. What? I no. There's music playing, like you would hear in a tavern or a pub, right? Is there? Is this, it, it can't just be in my head. There's oh. no music, I'm afraid. Oh, Captain. I. Oh no. Oh no. This happened to the last Captain too. So what you're saying is, I got hit in the head. And then that 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 knock to the head sent my mind into an adventurous state where I'm living, where I'm viewing everything through a lens that makes it feel like an adventure. Whereas you two are living through a life or death situation. Oh, this is hell for us. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, oh, I wish I could hallucinate, Captain. I really do. Oh, I wish I had musical accompaniment for everything I did. Oh, musical accompaniment. Oh, don't tell me you're going to pull out the pan flute. <laughs> Why? Just a quick song. <gasps> Jesus, I'm going to take the wheel. Ah, my leg, it cramps. Ow! This music is worse than the music in my head. Stop it, Scotty. Scotty, wait, Scotty. Scotty, there's a disturbance in the water. 
captain I think your music might have awoken a creature of the deep. <laughs> Steer us away! Steer us away! I'm trying, but my fingers keep cramping. I really need some potassium. <laughs> Give me the wheel! Oh no! My fingers are cramping too! Oh! It's a hungry pelican! It's a, it's a normal-sized hungry pelican. I think I saw this big monster jump out out of the water like a big shark burp and that pelican came out. Pelican, you're on our deck. Can you can you hear us? Can you speak with us? Yeah. Hi. Oh. <laughs> Hi. This is this is unprecedented. I've never seen a talking bird in my life, but I believe stranger things have happened. <laughs> We are on we are on course to Fire Island right now. And that's the podcast. What will happen next time? Oh man, we're definitely going to pick that one up exactly where we left off. But welcome back. Uh now we're transitioning to our next podcast. Podcast number 2. Podcast number 2. If I were her, where we hear scenarios of various women in situations, and we say what we would do if we were her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So first one, Brittany, uh, age 35, wrote in from Dallas, Texas. Okay. Okay. Um, I was at the mall, and somebody kept on coming up to me, somebody who worked there, oh. um, and they kept on asking me if I needed anything. And I didn't want to buy the t-shirt that I was looking at. I was more browsing for a friend's birthday for a potential gift. Mm -hmm. But they were pressuring me so much that I ended up buying the shirt. Do I take it back or do I keep it? Hmm. What would you do if you were her? So this is a pretty low stakes scenario for Brittany. Yeah, but I'm, I imagine it must have been somewhat high stakes if she felt compelled to write a letter and send yeah, it in. Yeah, the emotional stakes are very high, I think. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I would take it back. I think um, I think that would uh, show some good character. You know, she should, uh, you know, in, in, unless she tries it on and finds that she loves it, which um, mm-hmm. I, I would, you know, that's the best case scenario. But if she doesn't, see, take it back. Uh, get something that you like, Brittany. Mm-hmm. You know? Great. Hot take from Dan Savage. Thank you so much. Um, this is a uh, this is a uh, this is a uh, Mark uh, Kick Punch here. Um, Famous MMA boxer Mark Kick Punch. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would say, you know, I it, what it sounds like Brittany is struggling with to me is something that I also struggle with, which is um, not wanting uh, uh, to disappoint people, being a little bit of a people pleaser. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. on in in the MMA in in the octagon, I. I'm a fighter and I am ruthless. But outside, mm-hmm. it's just very hard for me to bring myself to hurt anyone in any sort of emotional way or social yes, way. Yes, you've been known as the cruelest in the ring, but the nicest in real life. I'm really ruthless in there. You've killed a person. I have. And it was... It was it was okay because it was in the ring. It, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's something that can happen. And I did it. Well, we're all going to miss Rick Dick. French for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's a good fighter. Um, I'm so sorry I interrupted. So <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, that's what I would say. That's I guess I would say that I probably would. I probably would not take it back, and I would probably um, keep it. 
uh, and not, because I don't want to hurt, you know, I don't want to hurt their feelings. They sold me a shirt. I said that I wanted it, you know? Mm -hmm. So at that point, I feel as though I just need to commit to that um, and keep it going. Um, You know who, I'm sorry to uh, cut you off. I'm just thinking. It's okay. I don't want to, I don't want anyone to ever think that they cut me off. The perfect, uh, I, I think I know who would really respond to this question well and it's actually uh, my girlfriend, and her name is Little Sleepy Sweetie Pie. Um, so, is that her actual name, or is that just what you call her, uh, Dan it, Savage? It, it, it's a pet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pet name that I created for her. What's when, her pet name for you? Uh, I shouldn't say on the air. What is uh. it? It's Mr. Grumbles, because I'm so grumpy in the morning. <laughs> what What's your girlfriend's actual name, though? Do Amy. you know? Amy? Amy. Oh, that's beautiful. That's nice, yeah. Rachel, what would your take be on this? Um, uh, I think my take would be you should do whatever gives you the least amount of regret. Mm-hmm. So if you're really going to be stewing over keeping that t-shirt, then you mm-hmm. should bring it back in. But mm-hmm. if it's not something you're going to remember in a year, then keep it. That's fair. And I, I should say I did forget to mention your full name, which is, of course, Rachel Slam Your Pinky in the Car Door. Yeah, yeah. I'm a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> Police officers get in and out of cars constantly. Yeah, yeah. I've been known to slam a finger or two, especially if they start talking about my weight. My weight. I think anyone would hate that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But you hate it in a sassy way, which is, I think, the best way to hate things. Yeah, I only slam pinkies. None of the necessary fingers, just the ones you can live without. That's pretty. Um, That's pretty. uh, That's pretty violent. I mean, that's, that's, you know... That's, I mean, that's got to send someone to the hospital, right? Um, no, it does. But I think it gets the message across without doing too much damage. Um, but honestly, if I didn't do anything to those guys, I'd regret it. So I do it, and I move on with my life. That's good. Sounds, sounds like the two of you have a lot in common. Oh. You hurt people, but it's fine. Um, I don't know that that's... <laughs> Quite an encapsulation of it. But, and uh, I have to say that uh, I'm one of the people who you hurt because I was really teeing things up for Amy to tell us what she thinks about Brittany's situation, and we kind of just moved on from it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, so, uh, Amy, could you? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I have been here. Um, I've been sitting in the room. Um, uh, sorry, I'm not used to being on, I'm not normally on the podcast. Oh, um, just Well, we... I mean, you weren't referred to by your pet name, so you probably thought it wasn't time to talk anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but when we talk about things late at night, you always have such insightful things to say. Well, thanks. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I would say that I, hmm, wow, well, I, oh, I, you know, it did seem like we were all saying for full names, right? Yeah. My name is um, Amy uh, Window Blinds in the Eyes, um, which is um, because I am, uh, I do work at NASA, and mm-hmm. I am famous for the pranks that I pull, where I set up a tripwire in front of the window blinds that cause them to go into people's eyes. Yeah, yeah, you're just the, you're, I mean... Not to say just because it's a noble profession, but you work as a janitor at NASA, right? Well, yes. um, I prefer to say that I just work at NASA. I mean, we're all there. We're all sending people to the moon, right? Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, I, um, 
I did. Uh, I am. A, I'm. This is why I don't. This is why I don't come on the podcast. Okay, real. This is why I don't come uh, on the podcast. Real quick. Well, like, no, we, no, we no, are no, gonna. No. We're gonna have to end the podcast. But I do really want to hear from you about Brittany's problem. Okay. Thank you so much. You're doing great, babe. Thanks, babe. Um, it's great to have a non-sexual hetero girlfriend on top of my husband, who I have loved for decades. Wait, can you say that one more time? It's great to have a hetero non-sexual girlfriend on top of my husband. No, uh, in addition to my husband, who I've loved for decades, mm-hmm. as Dan Savage, advice columnist. Yes. Boom. We are in a romantic, non-sexual relationship. You Hell yeah. do have a husband. husband of many, many years. Yeah. And it's great. It's honestly, I um, have... Yeah. And this is, really brings me into, into talking about Brittany's issue, which is that, you know, if it was me, I would try to connect, you know, I would try to maybe go back to the store and connect with the person and say, did you really want me to buy that? Or were you just trying to get your commission? Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. wow. if it was commission based, sure. I'll, you know, I mean, I think at that point I probably, I would have to return it because, you know, I don't want, I want people to be genuine when they're selling me things. Um, but if they did genuinely think it was a good shirt for me, I'm going to trust them on that. Guys, I told you Brittany would nail it. Wait, Brittany. Amy. Amy. I am so sorry, wow. baby. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. No, it's okay. It's okay. I have to get off to work anyway. Being a janitor. And that's the end of the podcast. Why did you say it that way? <laughs> yeah. Did you wow. just shit on yourself, Amy? In that, I did. Okay. You know, I, I, there's a, I have a lot of, I have a lot of, I have a lot of shame because I did always want to, I did always want to be, um, I did always want to go to the moon and, um, and you know life gets in the way, and uh, things I, are hard. Actually, is it Eric? Okay? I got to give you minus five points because that was the end of the podcast. Oh, and Amy still showed up. I'm sorry, so I was staying that's in character. Minus five points and one strike against Eric, okay. which is fun. Rachel, is we this did... ice cream social ever gonna happen? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what we like to say is that it's like the monkeys banging on the typewriters uh, trying to make Shakespeare. One of these days. One of these days we are going to make Shakespeare, but Mm. sometimes it's just a jumble of different words, and sometimes it's Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Um, This next podcast is one that, uh, it always frustrates Eric, but I am at a time where my student loan debt has never been higher. This again. Mm -hmm. And I need to make some money. And I need to make it from this podcast. This needs to become a sponsored podcast that brings in income on a regular basis. And, you know, I'm not just talking that Patreon money. I'm talking sponsorship money. But that Patreon money. Rachel, this is the con- the constant conflict between Gabe and I. Because we both agree that what we're doing is important. And, and we need to do it well. But Gabe is so much more focused on getting those yes. viewers and getting those sponsors money. and getting that money, money, money. I am doing this for the art and to create something good for people that I can hang my hat on and well, say I care about. Eric, are you a trust fund kid? Yeah, I do come from... Um, that is so relevant. I mean... Like, isn't your dad VP of Microsoft? Yeah, he is VP of Microsoft. Uh, I, I have been described as having... Um, money equivalent to 
uh, royalty of the old British Empire. Um, but you're doing it for the art, for sure. Yeah. No, I and and well, now can that you say that? Can I say I would love to be in a position where I could just hop in and do it for the art? You know, if money was not an issue, and if I was if I was flouting that cash around town the way you do constantly, I, I really everywhere. Oh, I just I just buy and buy and buy. I am a. I am really like a paragon of conspicuous consumption. There's, did you see my car when you came in? I didn't see it because I just saw a big old jet. Yeah. Was it behind the jet? No, my car is a jet. I fly Oh my everywhere. gosh, then I did see your car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how I get around. That's how I get around because I can't. And you know what? You're right, Gabe. You're right. This is, this, uh, this podcast is called The First One's Free, where each, uh, each time we give a sample of what one of our commercials would be like if somebody paid us to do it. So uh, this one's a little bit, actually, I'm not sure this one's going to be very good for Eric because this is for carloans.com. So if somebody's like having kind of a hard time paying off their car loan, you can get like a high interest kind of predatory loan and they will give you the money. But man, they're coming back for more later on. So we're doing a commercial for them? For them, <laughs> for them yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna. I really object to this, but also I'm in this place where I'm really struggling with my own ethics and my own sense of morals. So this is really gonna be a topsy turvy episode for me. Mom, I need some money for my car loan. But where are we gonna get that? Well. Come say, come down to carloans.com where you can take out a loan and you can uh, think a lot about your place in the world and how you were raised and whether or not that should affect how you approach things and your point of view. And you should try to be just a normal down to earth person, but how can you do that when you come from a completely different world? And like, are your wants wrong? They might be. You try to be a good person, but it's just hard. And then you get, you give someone oh. a car loan. Wow, is this for car loans or more for learning how to resolve an existential crisis? I'm not sure. You mean I could get two in one, both a great rate on, on my car loan and learn how to contend with the part of myself that always wants to be doing things that are not capitalist in nature and yet having to pay the bills every month? Honey, you have always been talking about needing to get around to that kind of thing. Wow. Thanks so much, carloan.com guy. Anytime. Okay, see, now that went very well. That's the podcast. I don't, I, mm -hmm. I don't, did it go well? I kind of blacked out there because I can't. I could tell you didn't like it, but you brought your A game in oh. a way that I really, I mean, there was a, there was a rant in there. There was a rant that, you know, if I was to put together a reel, um, that I was sending out to carlons.com, I'd probably cut out some of it, you know? Are you okay? Because that rant didn't really feel like it had anything to do with Carlons, and it felt like it kind of had a lot to do with you. How are you doing, buddy? Um, well, this, this actually brings me perfectly into the next podcast, which is... Um, <clears throat> which is uh, uh, Memories with Eric Pastor. Um, yeah, Memories with Eric Pastor uh, is, is where we focus on just things that have happened to us recently, um, specifically that 
I, it's not a big deal. I found out this morning that um, the my guinea pig Lucky had passed away. Oh, I'm um, so sorry. From my, uh, from my from my childhood, and you know, um, I grew up with a lot of money and a lot of um, you know chances, and everything was easy. But um, really, the only thing that the only uh, personality or being that was consistent in my life was lucky, you know? Oh, no. Um, I had nanny after nanny after nanny. My parents weren't really around. They were, you know, my dad was off being the VP of Microsoft, and my mom was starting charity after charity. Well, and lucky, you were raised, like, as brothers with lucky, right? Yeah. Like, you both had spots at the dinner table. Mm -hmm. You both uh, often wore the same outfit. Yeah, we did. Um, and he yeah. was a lot better than you at math. <laughs> he was so much better. He just got he just got fractions, you know, and I could mm. never get fractions. And I just, you know, it's it stinks to lose your friend. You mean your brother? Yeah. How did he die? That brings us to podcast My- number four. How did he die? Welcome to How Did He Die. Um, oh, gosh. This is uh, where I talk about how my hamster, my, oh, my God, my guinea pig, died. I can't believe I did oh, that. No, I cannot no, lucky. No. Hey, you're, you're, you're mourning, buddy. I was, okay. Um, uh, my, uh, my mother actually killed him on accident. Oh, please. No, I did not. Mom, I didn't want you. Mom. (sighs) Thank you for doing some role play with me right now. This is actually really helping. Um, You mean your mother role playing as your mother for once instead of as a fundraising champion? Yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Mrs. Pastor. Thanks for being here, Mom. Um, I'm down to role play as long as I don't have to actually, like, be your mom. (laughs) If only, right? <laughs> um, well, you know, uh, you you put out his cage on the porch today mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you thought that he was going to bathe in the sun. And I really can't stress to the listeners how real this story actually is. Um, I was at musical practice um, for Godspell Jr. And you thought he would like lay out in the sun like a lazy dog. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, you know, 102 degrees today. And that was it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I walked out on the porch and I saw that he, what I recognize now had passed from heat stroke or from heat exhaustion, whatever. But I assumed that 102, that's a good hot tub temp. That's usually the temp I would do a hot tub at. So I thought that probably a guinea pig, hamster, rat, whatever, um, would have been fine at that temperature, and I, I bought you a new one. Oh, bought? He's my brother. He was my brother? You didn't even. You didn't. You didn't even come to the service today. I'm sorry. I was fundraising. Look, I brought you a new brother. It's really fun. Its name is Polly, and it asks for crackers. What more do you want? It's another guinea pig. Um, 
I know it might look like a pelican. Yeah, it really doesn't. It really looks like a bird, Mom. I was assured that it was a guinea pig, and so I just said, whatever, and threw $5,000 at it. really colorful. Yeah, guinea pigs, I don't think, normally go for $5,000. I think they're normally, you know, pelicans are a rare bird. Well, you know, when you make as much money as me and your father, money doesn't really, the values don't necessarily register. So $5,005. Hey, Mom. My family. I'm home from my job at Microsoft. Oh, hello, honey. Hi, baby. Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. How you doing? Good. Um, hey, why do you? Why is it weird in here? Why are you guys being so weird? I'm role playing as our son's mother right now. Dad, would you would you be willing to role play as my dad? I mean, it seems like kind of a stretch, (laughs) but okay. Yeah, I know we always joke about the fact how you guys aren't really here for me, but I think we joke about it because it's true, you know? Yes, but we give you all the money. You do you want a do you want a do you want a nanny? No, I've had. Do you want a nanny? God, I love it when he talks like this. Don't, God, God, you stop getting like a little cute baby. Oh, this is so gross. I'm your cute baby. Don't start talking like that with your dress so sexy. Polly, let's just go in my room and play Magic the Gathering. God, role-playing as a mom (laughs) makes me so hot. Oh, oh my God, baby. You know, every day when I'm at the Microsofts and I'm I'm having my board meetings, I start fantasizing about you like crazy. And I start having so much fun in my brain talking about all the fun stuff that I want to do to you and stuff. Yeah, like what kind of stuff? (laughs) Okay, like, so I like to think of you, like, standing in the middle of our bedroom. And Polly, and- this is how you tap mana to play spells. Um, this is, so there's five colors. Red, blue, white, green, and Shut black. up, boys! Oh! Shut up, you get out of here! So, and then I think about what I want to do, which is, like, go in the closet and get all of your clothes, and I want to put more clothes on you, and so I take it... Yeah, yeah, put more clothes on me, put more... How many, I take your how many outfits? Yeah, I take your big sweatshirt, and I put it over your smaller sweatshirt. Yeah, the dirty camping sweatshirt yeah, from Oregon camping. State. you haven't used this all long. And you mm-hmm. look so cute in it. And then I take your winter coat and I put it on you. I put the hood up and I squeeze it real tight. You made you look like a cute little Eskimo lady. Oh, honey, can I just tell you? Yes. My parents were skeptical. Yes. When I told them that I was going to marry a Muppet. But baby. But look, but look at us now. I'm happier than I ever could have imagined. 40 years later. 40 years. Keeping it hot. Later. Uh-huh. And, and, and might I say, keeping it tight. Keeping it tight for two 82-year-olds. Hey, Mom. Uh, Dad. Uh-huh. Yes? Um, I, just, I just wanted to say that it's still really not cool that you got Polly as, like, a replacement brother, but um, he is really cool, and he did talk about the fact that he is a guinea pig with me. That's great. Um, We're so glad you could find happiness at so age 65. It's okay, yeah. Eric, um, I got a surprise for you. What do you have? What do you have? I have Paul. I have Polly turned into a muppet for you. What? Yeah, he Polly was just. He was a real in my gu- room. He was a real guinea pig, and then, and then I got my team. 
I got Jim Henson Production Studios to come and make him into a really wonderful Muppet. Just now, so we just connected. We just were playing Magic the Gathering. Are you saying since I walked from the room, he they came and Wait, turned? The, I'm the sorry. Is Polly the one? Is the old? Is Polly the old one or the oh new my one? God. Polly's the, the the guinea pig that looks like a pelican. Okay. Oh my God. I worked so hard. Lucky so, is my brother guinea pig. Lucky is the one that I mean, obviously. Oh, jeez. You know what? You're hard on old dad. You shouldn't be hard on your daddy. <laughs> Don't you tease me like that. Don't you say daddy like that from me and think that that's not gonna give me crazy. Stop it. You know stop exactly it. what you're doing. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you know, can't Daddy. Even know what I'm talking about. It's awful to have parents that clearly love each other still so much after all these years and are so neglectful towards their son. You've been such a bad little lady today. Dress me up like a Russian doll and yes. tell me what to do, Daddy. And that's the podcast. I feel like, well, I hope I hope we worked through some things for you, Eric. Yeah, I I solved some stuff, but I think there's a lot more baggage that just kind of got added on, if you know what I mean. Um, huh. Sorry I almost broke the reality when I said thank you for role-playing as my mother, um, Rachel. But thank you for keeping it all above board and really taking it. Yeah, as I'm we a want. professional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's still a lot of blood dripping down into the table, but, but this is... This is my apartment. <laughs> yeah. I guess it is. Gotta think about how I'm going to rearrange all this furniture. There's a lot of furniture in here, which actually leads us really well into podcast number five, um, Gabe, yeah. which is, uh, you know, decorating ideals. Um, mm-hmm. And this is just kind of where we're going to go around uh, and talk about what we like in uh, an apartment. I'm actually going to be moving into a new apartment at the end of the month. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That'd be really nice. So, uh, you know, it'd just be a nice way to kind of lighten the mood of the podcast, keep it less emotional. We could... Yeah, I mean, did you have any... Uh, I, I, I guess... You're interested in what I've done with the place. Is that is yeah, that part yeah, yeah. Of, mm-hmm. Well, so yeah. Well, I mean, part of what I tried to do for the the home studio was, I think like, I, this is gonna sound strange, I guess, but like gravity itself strikes me as very uh, like like very cocky. What I mean is, <laughs> what I mean is how to not co- be pretentious and <laughs> still explain the apartment. <laughs> What I'm saying is, <laughs> you know, just most people, they, when they get something, they put it on the ground. You know, and I don't think that, that should be the default setting. I think you can put something on the wall. I think you can put something on the ceiling. And if you want it to be there, if you believe that mm-hmm. that piece is perfect mm-hmm. on the ceiling, then it should go on the ceiling. If it's a vase mm-hmm. that should go on the ceiling, it should go on the ceiling. That's true. Standard standard home decorating procedure is to put all, everything on the ground. That's just the yeah. world we live in. I've got to be honest. Like I, when you first moved in here, I brought you a huge bouquet of flowers, and now you see they're all on the floor in a puddle mm. of water. That's right. Because your vase is on your vase is on the ceiling. Yeah, upside down on the ceiling. Yeah, the vase is on the ceiling because that's where that goes. But where the flowers go, they go on the floor, and that's a lot. A lot of people oh, wouldn't be okay. wouldn't be daring enough to put them. Now there. that makes sense. A lot yeah, of people default sense. to like they say, mm, "I'm put it uh, just right in the center of the table," you know, and that's stupid mm-hmm. because 
Because they, didn't make they a go decision. on the floor. Well, they didn't make a decision. And that's my point. It's like mm-hmm. they could go anywhere. What's the very best place that the flowers could be? I would say on the floor, on the way into the bathroom. I've got to be honest, speaking of the bathroom, I had a hell of a time sitting on that toilet. Sure. It's just coming straight out of the wall. Um, I I tried sitting on it as best I could. Everything also just kind of fell out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. I mean, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm super happy that you're here, Rachel, but at heart, this is a bachelor pad. And so I was thinking, where's the best place for that toilet for me? And, uh-huh. uh, you know. You've just got to shoot a bullseye <laughs> every time into the that, toilet. That's right. How do you take a shit? <laughs> well, that involves the shit. <laughs> you also have to hit a bullseye. <laughs> that is, unfortunately, I haven't gotten good enough at that yet, uh, oh. although I've tried. That, so that just involves the shit bag. So it's an extra little step, but I think it's worth it. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. And uh, again, makes perfect sense mm-hmm. um, now that you've explained it so clearly. My point Everything is a decision, you know? Don't let the world tell you where you put stuff. Where would you like uh, your things to go, Eric? You know, in your new place, when you close your eyes, what do you see? That's tough because, I mean, normally I just go with the default, which is everything on the floor. Um, Wow, Uh, that's kind of what I'm here for, is I'd love to hear ideas about what I could do. Maybe something with, you know, maybe strings hanging from the ceiling or... um, I don't know, arrangements of um, light and sound in some way. Kind oh, of. sound is fun. Yeah. Sound is very fun mm-hmm. and underrated. You know, I could give you a few hot tips. Would love to hear them. Yeah. So in my apartment, um, the rule is kind of unity. Um, so I use like an eggshell color for the walls and like a beige for the couch and like the bed might be a... Uh, a mauve color mm-hmm. um cups might be off white there's some taupes um, in there yeah yeah lots of taupes lots of taupes and i find that that brings me a lot of peace sure it's kind mm. of like living inside of vanilla ice cream mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. because when your surroundings are that um I mean, some might call it boring. I don't think it's boring. Mm. I think it's limitlessly exciting. But when you're living in that kind of a unified environment, then there's space for you to come out and mm. be the interesting thing in the room. Wow. So you're always popping. The mm-hmm. contrast mm-hmm. Is, has never been better. Yes. Fascinating. That's, you know, that's tough because for me, what I want, what I want out of a space is I want to blend in. Mm-hmm. I want it to be my safety space, you know, where right. I know that if a if a hunter came in uh-huh. and was hunting me, um, that they would it would be hard for them to find me. So are you I gonna do in. camo walls? Um, yeah, I was I was thinking about camo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty expensive material, um, mm-hmm. but I, I think it might be worth it, you know, because then I can wear my ghillie suit at night. Yeah, were um, you thinking um, no ceilings and lots of like Douglas fir trees? Yeah, yeah, I was I, I was thinking of that, um, and then and then I had the thought, you know, why don't I just live out in the wilderness? But then mm-hmm. it's not my space. For sure. You know For what I sure. mean? Yeah. Mm. I don't know though. I don't know. I'm not good at this stuff. Um, oh, don't say that. You uh, you just said so many wonderful ideas for the woods that you want to live mm-hmm. in, Stop. and mm-hmm. then you say I'm not good at this. Well, buddy, you just described an entire living situation. Mm-hmm. Wow, 
maybe I can make this work after all. Hmm. You're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I think that's part of why you and I went back to school, honestly. Is, you know, we're working on ourselves. Yeah. We're building up that confidence, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Me, making a table. Can you imagine? I mean, I'm not doing it yet, but... I, I cannot... End of semester. Wait to see it on your ceiling. <laughs> it's going to look good. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, what an interesting thing to do with a table, right? Because then you get to, you get to put down your drinks, right? Mm-hmm. You get to put them... You, well, of course, you can either just put them on the floor or yeah. you can have, I would assume you're going to do some sort of glue situation. Or magnetic coasters and metal cups. Oh, that is so fun. See, mm-hmm. you guys, once we got your creativity moving, mm-hmm. suddenly you're thinking about it in a whole new way. You know, I think the theme of, and this actually is the end of the home decorating podcast, um, but I, I just think that kind of the theme of today seems to be emotional breakthroughs um you know i already had mine mm-hmm. and i feel as though um you know gabe you've explored a little bit of it i'm sure we'll get there rachel i like you haven't gotten into yeah. your emotions really and i'd love to like we could it would be great if we could go down that road of trying to make a breakthrough happen for you for podcast you, number six yeah is that kind know. of is know. that something that you two have just been so great to me you know mm-hmm. and really helped me through some stuff mm-hmm. i would love to give back yeah, well, maybe um, for this podcast we can explore that. Um, welcome to Dunkable Presidents. Uh, this is the podcast on what president you think is most dunkable and why. Oh. Um, and this is really useful for me because I don't have a lot of um, confidence or faith in my basketball skills, even though I try it all the time. When you said, yeah. it's interesting because when you said dunkable, I thought you meant like in a pool of water in a big pool of water yeah. and you meant dunkable like a basketball and, yes. when, and yes. when you said dunkable i thought you meant uh the president who is most capable of like being made fun of you know like the way you dunk on someone oh like a dunking booth no no it's who would be the easiest to dunk a basketball on great oh oh see i misunderstood again i thought you were saying literally pick them up and dunk them into a basketball hoop but actually, that makes much more sense, dunking mm-hmm. on them. Guys, In a I game super, of one-on-one. I super spaced for a second, and I started picturing just dunking like an Oreo cookie in a big glass of milk. Just like in the commercials. Yeah, yeah. And- it's not about uh, what president would be the best Oreo or even the best graham cracker. It's about what president in a one-on-one basketball game would be the easiest to dunk on with a basketball. And this is working through your self-confidence issues when it comes to basketball. Yeah, because to be honest, I don't even think I could dunk on Taft. And he died because he was too fat to get out of a bathtub. Yeah. in that tub, famously. Mm -hmm. Famously. Famously. Um, Well, I mean, I guess I'll start with who I think would be the most dunkable. Um, And honestly, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with the OG, Mr. George Washington. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that he just has a lot on his plate pretty like consistently yeah, throughout sure, his life. Sure, sure, sure. But he's like six foot. You no, know, he's a tall he's a tall gentleman. But my my theory is that he probably would make the plan to come to the game and mm-hmm. something would come up he's where he too, would have to miss the game. He's mm-hmm. too good at, at being president. Is that kind of I thing? suppose or at least he just has a lot on his plate. Very duty bound. Yes. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Well, when you're founding a country there's things to do constantly you don't have time for one-on-one basketball exactly and i take advantage of that 
Um, mm-hmm. And then I have all the time that I need to dunk, and I would still win the game because we made the plan to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's a little bit of a technical, like, it's a little bit of a technicality, but well, I'm not no, I think, to I, that. Think that Ra- I don't think Rachel has a problem with that. Uh, no, no, this is really about speculation. Um, unfortunately, we don't have the technology to bring any of these presidents back for this podcast yet. to figure out who's easiest to dunk on. So. Not yet, we don't. Not mm-hmm. yet. But hopefully, one day. Lord one day. willing. My answer... Are you guys familiar with William Henry Harrison? Know he, the name? Know he the was name. um he was a president who died super fast. Uh, are you talking? Le- isn't this Harding? Warren G. Harding. Yeah, isn't he no. the one who died in pneumonia? Is that who you're thinking of? No, I'm pretty sure that I'm talking about the right one. <laughs> but if you, oh, the <laughs> phone has come out. <laughs> um. So William Henry Harrison died super fast. So let's say he's, you know, he is president. Well, that means he's pretty close to his deathbed. And I can take advantage of that on the court. So very much like Eric with busy George Washington, Mm -hmm. I'm taking care of infirmed William Henry Harrison. Confirmed it is Harrison (laughs) and not Harding. Thanks for doing that quick fact check, Rachel. Yeah, no problem. Well, listen, guys, not to make you feel bad, but like I am in a course right now where I just learned about him. So no, it's fine. It's just. I guess I can't dunk on a president, and I can't even intellectually, like, dunk on this podcast. Because I don't know who presidents are, I guess. Oh, so any form of even metaphorical dunking is a big block for you. Yes, I just can never get the intellectual height. I can't get my feet off the ground to make that mental dunk. I I bet there's a perfect president for you to dunk on right now. What are you talking about, Trump or just? No, I, I want to hear. I mean, maybe if that's if that's your answer. Hmm. Who would I dunk on? But when you say your answer, I'm gonna affirm the shit out of it. Um, Jimmy Carter. Yes. Mm, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. I'm Why just, Jimmy Carter? He seems like he's done a lot of great work after being president, and mm-hmm. I would assume that he would see the like. Nonprofit cause in me if, that I would need the help, and he would probably just let me dunk on him. He, wow! So he's just a good enough man to say, you know what? Go but ahead you, and dunk on me. But you hit this one. But you know what? I'm gonna make a little observation here, Rachel, which is mm-hmm. that even in the selection of who you could dunk on, you had to make it so that they allowed you to dunk on them. Mm. And going back to those affirmations, I think you'd dunk on him even if he was trying. Because You think I could dunk on Jimmy Carter? I think you could. And here's why. Jimmy Carter isn't very good at trampolines. I know this personally, right? And I know for a fact that you're a trampoline champion. I mean, I guess I won the 2004 Summer Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, you won the 2004 Summer Olympics gold in trampoline jumping. So in Athens? In Athens. Don't take that away from yourself. That's, that's really But I don't something. know if I could dunk on Jimmy Carter. Yeah, it's really, quite, it's really quite wild, actually, given your proficiency in jumping from a trampoline, mm-hmm. that you have so, much, mm-hmm. so many blocks in regards to jumping from the ground. 
Yeah, I'm, mm. I just feel, you know, more confident jumping with the assistance of something oh, else. Oh. Like, am I myself enough? And I would say, you know, metaphor alert, if you have achieved such great heights, I would imagine that it's much further to fall. Guys like me and Eric, we've never, we've never been to the Olympics. <laughs> we've, we've dreamed about it. So, uh, well, I mean, we've... Eric's parents sponsored the Olympics. Yeah, they sponsored the Olympics uh, uh, every year. Um, Doesn't mean they were able to get you in, though. No, they never. They never let me go. And it's and the the worst part is that it's not that they it's not that they purposefully don't let me go. They just don't return my calls when I ask them. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, it's really it's really tough being neglected. Um, but again, this podcast isn't about me. This is about you, Rachel. This is about working through your feelings of needing assistance with everything. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Here's, I'm sorry, I didn't know how to continue. My it's, brain clamped up. Can I can I say that we have a little surprise here for you? Yeah. We actually have a basketball hoop in the studio. And while you were talking, I made a quick call and we got a Jimmy Carter impersonator in the studio. We hired him. Wait, is that Hi. Jimmy Carter impersonating Jimmy Carter? <laughs> you got me. I'm too humble to say, here's me, Jimmy Carter. So I put an ad out saying that I'm a Jimmy Carter impersonator. If people figure it out, that's a fun treat. And if they don't, well, we still all had a nice time together. Oh my gosh, you're so nice. Um, Well, Jimmy, we have a proposition where um, we would love for you and Rachel to have a one-on-one basketball game. Um, And Uh Rachel's going to try to dunk on you. Oh, that sounds fun. I, you know, I haven't played basketball in some time, so I'm afraid I'm not going to be much of a competitor. We'll see. We'll see. Let's get them set up. I'm going to be a calling the match, so let's get you, let's get you two in the position. Okay. Um, we'll just move this table out of the way. Oh, um, Jimmy, you're walking into the bathroom. The court's out uh, here. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. I, Jimmy, are you Okay. I, well, it's a hot one out there, and you know, I, I had trouble finding parking. My my uh, my Tricell was acting up on the way over here, so the AC wasn't very good. Jimmy, has post-presidency been hitting you harder than it looks on the public face of things? Uh, I, I don't like to complain. People, There's a lot of people out there who have it harder than Jimmy. That's true, it's mm-hmm. true. But you know, we're talking, the theme of today's episode is actually emotional breakthroughs, and I don't know. Maybe you look like you need a dunk of your own. Well, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Just wow. have an emotional breakthrough right now. Jimmy, Jimmy, Well, it sounds like the two of you really want me to have a. Okay, hold on. Let me let me say my thing. Sounds like the two of you really want me to have an emotional breakthrough right now. Sounds like it's awfully important to you. So, okay, I will. Jimmy, here's the basketball. Here I go. Dribble, dribble, dribble. Boing. Whee! He's flying like a bird through the air. Ploop. Oh my god, Jimmy Carter just dunked on me. Now that fucking pelican's eating Jimmy Carter. Ollie! 
Polly, oh. stop! You can't do that. And that's the show. Fortunately. Oh, guys, we have three more podcasts to get through. And we have 11 and a half minutes to do it in. And we still have to get Rachel that emotional breakthrough. So there's not a lot of time. I mean, I think that was more of an emotional breakdown for me, honestly. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I think this might help. This is podcast number eight. Um, I'm going to do a quick reading from What Dogs Want by Arden Moore. This podcast is also called What Dogs Want. Now, Rachel is a big fan of dogs. Mm -hmm. So I thought maybe a little fun tidbit might give her the boost that she needs. This is from chapter 49, Eating Grass. What your dog wants? Just like us, dogs like variety in their daily cuisine. They also innately know the benefit of adding some greens to their meals. Put yourself in your dog's paws. Would you be able to savor each uh, eating the same turkey sandwich every day of your life? It would get boring quickly. Dogs, by definition, are obligate omnivores. They benefit most from a balanced diet that contains meat and vegetables. And some dogs have a preference for grass. That was incredible. Oh my god. Uh, uh, Rachel, you're just, oh. you're just, you're, you're just tears streaking down your face right now. I know, it's smearing the blood all over the place. Oh, that's okay. You, I mean, it's your place. You do what you want with it. Hey, and you're feeling, you're feeling a breakthrough on the inside. And it's showing on the outside. Yeah, like, if a dog can own it and eat grass, if it wants to eat grass even more than other dogs, then, like, why can't I be myself? That is such a good point. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. I feel beautiful. My <gasps> insides are matching my outsides. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> With two podcasts to spare, even. Two podcasts to spare. Great. So now we have two podcasts left. That is the end of What Dogs Want. That's the end of What Dogs As Want. As we got what we came for. <laughs> I knew it. I had a feeling going into it that that was going to work. But here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. There's three of us in the room. And there's one of us that hasn't had a breakthrough yet. Oh, guys, don't worry about me. There needs me. to be a Gabe through. <laughs> Gabe through. I, hey, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It's okay. We should just have a victory lap about the success you guys have had. Gabe, we'll have our victory lap once all of us have stretched. Is that... Our emotional muscles. Yep. Oh, oh I get it. <laughs> That's okay. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess... I just, my stuff's too weird and too insane and too crazy to get into. Welcome to the next podcast, Mm. Inside Gabe's Brain. Oh no. Dun, 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 dun. I hope they don't find out the way that I clam up whenever I'm in a parallel parking situation. I'm so embarrassed about my parallel parking. Oh, God. They'll stop respecting me if they ever find out about my problems with parallel parking. These two, they're a couple of the best parallel parkers I've ever seen. Hey! Oh! Yeah. Is this your parallel parking job? 
Uh, yeah, sorry. I did you the best I could. You hit my car! You <sighs> scratched my bumper! I, Me and I, Vinny, we're a couple of mobsters. Oh. And we don't take kindly to people scratching our cars. Oh. Especially not to bad parking jobs. This yeah. is just my luck. Oh, no. Get over here! Get over the hood of the car! Get over it! Get on it! Okay, okay, I'm, I'm standing on the hood of the car like you asked. Oh, howdy, officer. How you doing, officer Jones? Good hi. to see you today. Hi. Just passing by? <laughs> yeah. We're just saying hi to our friend over here on uh, the hood of our car. All right, well, you two keep minding your business, otherwise I'm going to smash your pinky in a car door. And don't talk about my wig. <laughs> Thanks, officer. <laughs> never yo, never yo, want uh, to. Yo, you got it, officer. Or, or uh, What? Uh, what? No, 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 I'm nothing. You're... Are you sure nothing? Should I keep on going or should I wait? I feel like there's no good answer. <laughs> it's me, William Henry Harrison. Oh, I'm not feeling so good, guys. I hope they don't find out that I'm feeling kind of sick. I'd be so embarrassed if anybody finds out that I've been feeling a little under the weather lately. I mean, here I am, the most powerful man in the world, and I can't even stop myself from pooping. Hey, did you poop on my car? Oh, no. While you're trying to parallel park? Okay, I'll get on top of the hood of your car if you want me to. Mr. President. We, we hate two things, pooping on cars and bad parking. And you've done both. Uh, hey, hey, who are you? You seem nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm nice, Mr. President, but I, I'm in no position to help you out here. I'm just a bad parallel parker. Okay, well, I guess we could be friends. Let's, let's huddle into each other and kind of just quiver here. Hey, what's going on over there? Oh, hi, officer. Um, you're looking good. Uh, Good no. in what way? Good in what way? In an emotional way! The officer, Thank you. don't worry. I like a little meat on the bones. You come over here. Vinny, <laughs> no! Uh, here come I here. come. Okay. This come. is going good for old Vinny. Come over here, yeah. Daddy. <laughs> oh, 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 oh you, you know you drive me crazy when you talk to me that way, officer. Gabe! William Henry Harrison, get into the car and start playing Magic the Gathering with me. This is going to get weird. Hey, officer, put on this hat over the hat that you're already wearing. Hey, officer, why don't you try on this snow pants that I have in my backpack? Hey, officer, now put the empty backpack on. I want to see what you look like when you also have the backpack on. Hey, Morty! Good good timing, you coming along to the car. Vinny's over there with Officer Jones. And things are getting a little hairy. Oh, no! <laughs> hey, get the fuck out of here. Okay. Yeah, Morty on second thought. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna go make a meatloaf. Y'all are invited. I put Cheetos in it. It's fun. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Morty. You're going? And, 
I think I'm going with Morty too. Oh, President Harrison, in your condition? I'm not sure that's a good idea. No, no, I can make it. I haven't had a Cheeto in 47 years. Oh, don't forget Eric Study! And you got bananas. I drove me ship all the way over to this godforsaken place called L.A. Oh my god, Wait. Mr. Pirate Man! Wait, is that, a, is that a ship or is that a jet airplane? Oh, I'm sorry. When I was talking about my ship, I meant my jet aeroplane. Me and the guys have been on it, wandering the skies for ages, looking for bananas. Wow, this whole thing really rings of resolution. Dun, Yeah, good, guys. Good, I had my breakthrough. What was it? That was great. Gabe. What yeah. would you do if you were Gabe? Uh, excuse me? Gabe's brain. If you were, we're talking to you right now, Gabe's brain. If you were Gabe, fully fleshed out as an emotional human being and not just his brain, what would you do now? Oh, I guess, gosh, I, I guess I'd take his massive pectorals out on a walk, you know what I mean? I'd get, uh, I'd get my shirt off, you know, I'd go parading down Venice Beach. And I'd, uh, you know, I'd, I'd give the gun show uh, and the aforementioned pectorals the, the, real, uh, the real sunning they deserve. Uh, Gabe Sprain, are you saying that your emotional breakthrough <laughs> is that you would put on a swimsuit, take your shirt off, and go down to the beach? Correct. Okay. Great <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, uh, not to make it weird, guys, but do you mind if I sit this uh, final podcast out? I have to take off my shirt and go to the beach. Hey, Gabe, you follow your emotional dreams. Okay, see you later. Have a good podcast number 10 without me. Bye, Gabe. Welcome to podcast number 10, where we just say the word 10. 10. 10. Ten. 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 Forgot my keys. I what? Uh, Eric? Eric? Ten. Eric, what's? Ten. Oh, Eric, what's wrong, buddy? Hey, hey, hey! Stop doing that. Ten. Okay. Hey, hey, hey! Easy, easy. Breathe. What's this bringing up for you, man? Ten. Hold on. The oh. way the way you guys are saying ten. I've been looking for a new way to auditorily decorate my apartment. Could you give me a few more tens real quick? Ten. Ten. Oh, that's good. Ten. Ten, ten, ten. Oh, that's very good. Ten, 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 ten. Stop, stop, no, 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 no. No, this was a minimal thing. Hey, oh. Oh, well, 
I think I could. I think I've got enough. I can kind of loop it. Ten. And that's the show. <laughs> that was one perfect hour of well. Well, the, the hour amount was perfect. I have to say, mm -hmm. if we were grading this entirely on whether or not we fit 10 podcasts into one hour, we would get a perfect score, we'd go home, and we'd get that ice cream social that I've been thinking about this mm -hmm. entire time. Well, um, you know, this is uh, the, the, you know, the final segment of our podcast before we wrap up, which is the formal evaluation. Mm -hmm. um, so Rachel, as the guest for today and today's captain of the ship, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, go ahead and, and give us your evaluation of, you know, did we reach perfect podcast? Did we not? You know, where did we fall? Um, yeah, based on the grounds of whether this is a perfect podcast mm -hmm. and deserves an ice cream social or not, I would wow. say given that the room temperature is currently at a cool 98 degrees and... Cool. But the fridge looks pretty empty. I'd say it's a perfect podcast. We need to get some ice cream in that fridge. Oh, wow. Oh, that's my big. God. That's, ten, that's one out of three. Okay. All so, three of us have to say it, it has to be unanimous. Yes, I'm so. evaluating this on how much I want ice cream. That's, hey, that's fair. That's completely fair. Um, I guess I'll go next. Okay. Um, you know, today was a big emotional day um, for all of us. Um, I think. For me, it was really big. I had multiple emotional breakthroughs. I wasn't expecting to have the one during mm -hmm. the 10 at the end. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. that, really, that really kind of uh, dealt with the, 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 the envy that I always felt towards Lucky, my guinea pig brother, about his um, ability to use numbers greater than I could. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I wondered. I'm so glad we cleared that up, actually. Yeah, that's so good. I guess I would say that given, that given that we talked so much about 10, and there's just the right amount of space in the fridge mm -hmm. for 10 quarts of ice cream, which I would love. Oh I'm going to say God. that, yes, it was a perfect 10 podcast today. Oh, we're so close. Are we going to get so the perfect exciting. podcast? Oh, my gosh. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <sighs> All right, so thinking about it, this has been such a fun journey. You know, when I think of all of the great characters that have walked through this studio, you know, the pirates, Eric's dad. Two presidents. Two presidents. Impersonating themselves. Impersonating. A lot of self-impersonation. So much self-improvement. Uh, it has been such a treat. It has been like an ice cream social, such a treat. Unfortunately, we did not get through a perfect podcast, and I am to blame. What? No, okay, what, what is it? Okay, it's confession time. Guys, I know that I'm a very good actor, okay? Everybody says that about me, and I know it to be true. Um, I don't know if that's something that everyone says. I don't... Well, tell that, tell that to Mrs. Jeffries, my fifth grade teacher, okay? <laughs> I mean, Gabe, I don't mean to be rude or anything, but, um... It's kind of like you trying to control the fate of the show, which is what we talked about at the top of the show. Wow. So you're saying that the kind thing to do would have been to be emotionally dishonest enough to say that, yes, we had a perfect show so that we can have the ice cream social that you want. Yeah, if you respected 
my or Eric's authority, which you seem to give to us at the top of the show. Yeah, and I will bring up that you haven't asked permission to speak once. I think we covered that I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> Sounds like a gaber in this podcast for everybody. Yeah, at this point, I don't even think it was a perfect 10. Because... No, not anymore. Well, what I was going to confess when I was being vulnerable, and I felt like you guys were my friends, was that I faked my breakthrough. Yeah, I faked my breakthrough. Well, that's apparent because you didn't change from the start of the podcast to the end of the podcast. I wanted to change. I got really in my head about how you guys wanted me to change. Mm -hmm. And maybe if there's a lesson here, it's it's that you can't force a good breakthrough, okay? And if you're trying super hard, you know, it's like having somebody watch you pee, you know? Well, Jimmy Carter did it. Yeah. Well, Jimmy Carter is an American hero. (laughs) And I'm just old Gabe who can't even parallel park. You know, there's there's a lot of things that we disagreed on today, but mm-hmm. I think one thing that we can agree on is that Jimmy Carter was and remains a true American hero. Yay! Amen. <laughs> um, well, uh, that's the podcast for the day. We have a little bit of wrap-up to do. Uh, um uh, we've had Rachel on today, our guest. Rachel, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Do you have any um, non-date-specific things that uh, you'd like to promote? Oh, maybe a may, oh, maybe a Twitter account where you say some fun stuff. Sure, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Van Ness Express. Yay! At Van Ness Express. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Anything great, else? Great. Uh, not to. Boy, um, no, that's about it. Mm. Amazing. Um, I would also uh, like to promote my Twitter, which is um, mm. at Eric's Private Tweets. Um, that's the Twitter where I... You know, I tried to follow that, mm-hmm. and uh, you didn't accept my invitation, so I wasn't able to read Eric's Private Tweets. Got it. Um, well, you only check it once a year, right? I do only check it once a year. Okay. Um, no, this is, a, this is a real Twitter that is... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is this oh. is a real Twitter oh. that, that, that I have. <laughs> I, I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, then we'll all get on Twitter and we'll check out Eric's private tweets. No, but just to be clear, it's real and you don't have to ask permission to follow. You can just follow... Um, but they are private tweets that you're not really supposed to be looking at. They're completely sincere. That just makes me want to look at them more. Yeah. Um, well, don't don't give away my marketing strategy, Gabe. I I felt compelled to look at this Twitter account ever since you told me how it was so private and secret. You're gonna you're gonna see a lot of genuinely sincere things that are not bits. They are genuinely sincere. Um, and uh, that's it for me, Gabe. Um, what about you? Well, you know, as always, would love to plug Boss Byte Books. You can find our books at BossByteBooks.com. Great books about classic video games. And uh, little just bonus recommendation. Uh, I've been listening to this album by Damien Gerardo, um, and uh, oh. it just came out uh, very recently. So good. If you mm-hmm. like that soft, folky stuff, ooh, he's crushing it, baby. The Horizon Just Laughed. That's what it's called. Mm. All right. Yeah. We'll check it out. And uh, check out Damien. Sorry, what was the last name? Gerardo. Gerardo. Yeah. yeah. Um, check out Damien Gerardo. Um, and uh, as you know, and we're going to do a little fade out here. That's the podcast. Um, but as we fade out... Um, Gabe, Rachel, let's uh let's dock this podcast sailboat that we've been sailing today. I, I hope we dock it with some tens because I haven't gotten yeah. to say ten yet. Oh, uh, ten! Can you throw me that ten? 
Ten. Ten. Throw me that. Tie that ten up over there. Um, oh, ten? Uh, ten. Ten, ten, ten. All right, uh, I'm going to bring the jet a little closer. So. <laughs> okay, bring the, bring the jet down. We're going to land it on the boat as we dock. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got a double dock situation. Double dock. <laughs> double dock. Double dock. I'm here to my ocean cruiser. Dad, stop embarrassing me. Buddy. Go back to Microsoft. Quick, hop on my helicopter! I tap seven mana Please. and cast Vivian's Invocation. Ten, 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 ten,